It's guy time with the Manipod Show. HD and Bobby, talk it out. Oh, I'm to sorry. Say something. I, I saw. I thought I saw something. That was, was like going uh, so Brad Pitt in my favorite baseball movie. It was going so movie. quick. Brad Pitt pointed to Jonah Hill when he wanted him to speak, like right after oh, he talked, yeah. and, and he points to him. He snaps his finger, points to him, and he goes, "Who me?" And he goes, "Yeah." When I point to you, that means <laughs> you talk. Okay, so, Bobby. So when I point me. to you, yeah. that means. Well, no, you just nod your head. You didn't point. Well, I already. Had. What are you going to do? Are you, okay. And we're back with the Manipause Show. I'm Bobby. And I'm HD. All right. And there's our pre. Let's get this our, party started. There's our pre-cum intro again. <laughs> our pre-cum intro. And now the orgasm. Our show. Oh, yes. So we get an orgasm from we audience members. If there's anybody out there who gets an orgasm, particularly females, we want to hear about. Well, it. have we talked about the contact orgasm? We've done the contact high when we smoke and orgasm. blow. The, oh no, we haven't. But, so are you gonna? You're not gonna. Come on the on the laptop. No, no, our audience. Yeah, I see. No, that's not that's not a physical contact. It's they actually, and this is different from porn, which everyone could say is a contact orgasm because you're watching something. But I'm saying that somebody doesn't even know, especially the females. Let's hope most of them don't even know why they're having an orgasm by a subconscious listening to us on the air. Ah. It, it triggers. They're wow. erogenous their G-spot. Their G-spot. They don't even know it. Remember how we talked about... That needs to be a title of a, maybe this segment. You know, we're <laughs> well, going for the G-spot. They're going for the G-spot and don't mean Georgia. Quick, not a toll side bar, but I took that POF test, plenty of fish test today I told you about. One of the questions was, white lies like faking an orgasm is okay in a relationship. Agree, somewhat agree, somewhat disagree, disagree. Oh, okay. Well, that would be another segment. Oh, you're not going to answer it? I have to think about that okay. one, but that's well, not like, the... I didn't have to think about it. I think I said somewhat disagree. Yeah, let's not get off on that tangent. Okay. Because that is a whole topic. I think we even touched on another segment about is it okay to fake an orgasm or not? But I, there are times... Well, as a guy, God knows how you do... We t- you did talk... Did we talk about that in a segment? That was interesting. Because I would automatically think, a guy can't fake an orgasm. But if you're inside her, well, if you're, she doesn't necessarily know, isn't feeling... If you're wearing a glove. Yeah, I think they would know wearing, if well, then, you're yeah, not wearing a glove. You just have to get rid of it quickly. Oh, I'll be right back. I thought we... Didn't we, we? Yeah, we yeah, had we to talk, talk about, about yeah, that. Yeah. And, and there's ways that you kind of like, oh, and kind of roll over and cover I'm up. I'm focused on getting inside a woman, and then I'll worry about the rest later. So, but let's, yes. how are we going to segue this one? Because it's okay. a total non Well, I don't know, because point. I'm from Mars, and you're from Uranus. Hey! So we have no way of communicating effectively together. Okay, that's what this topic is about, <laughs> is are the, this is almost like, you know how the Jeopardy will have these categories? I feel like and, I'm almost going to kiss you being so close to you. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Do you know how Jeopardy will have those categories? And you'll first see the category and go, what is that about? And then Alex will say what it is, and it's some clever little entendre. Yeah. So our category or our segment today is just what you said. Bobby is from Mars, and HD is from Uranus. So <laughs> what the hell does that have to do with anything? Well, it has to do with... The differences in relationships. Uh-huh. 
not just, <laughs> it is so funny, just, we have to use the same microphone, long story, but I'm so close to Bobby right now, and I'm talking about relationships, this is getting that's, very uncomfortable. That's why I interrupted before. I know. And it wasn't right. Well, Dad, you yeah. just don't know when to interrupt. <laughs> you need to interrupt at the right interruptus. <laughs> when I'm not in, interrupt when I'm not interrupting. <laughs> so, I am going to, this is going to be one of those ones you love, the article-based segments. But, but you it, promised me you're going to be succinct. Yeah, it'll be succinct and summarized because I learned something this morning. Because I, I, the whole idea, first of all, if, if anybody doesn't, isn't aware of the book that was written called Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus. I think it's like from the 80s. Yeah, it's very famous. And it's a great analogy, metaphor, whatever. It's <laughs> great title. Mm-hmm. Analogy. <laughs> He's coughing and drinking again after one day after and my no one would have moratorium. been any the wiser if you didn't say something. Well, the coughing they would have said and the plastic and the you don't know what is really? picked up yeah, by this wonderful microphone that we have. <laughs> You're right, I don't know. Anyway, this whole pr- premise of that book was that hey, we're different. Let's celebrate our differences, but let's not try to even start to say that men and women are. On the same planet all the time. And don't try and go to be on their planet. Yeah, just... Because that can kill a relationship. When you try and satisfy the needs of somebody else. Wait, whoa, 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 wait, so whoa, whoa. far beyond. Oh, well, but so, yeah. Yeah. Qualifying there, because I'm a cancer, so yeah. I'm all about satisfying their needs. So, this is going to talk about how guys get along, and can they get along in a relationship when they are opposite? And interesting enough, I learned by discussing by doing a search about that, and this line will say it, the the headline of this article in the Daily Mail says it all. Opposites do attract when making friends. Differences in personalities make for better friendships, but when it comes to romance partners, the two should be two of a kind. So they are debunking as a myth the opposites do attract in marriages Uh or relationships. But saying just the opposite for a friendship. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of broad because I, I can think of areas where you can be opposites in a sexual relationship. But I do kind of agree that in certain areas, and it might be different for each person, if you're not on the same page, it can ultimately destroy the relationship. Well, and that's Speaking their point. as a veteran. And they, of course, they did a research, which you're probably going to say research is. For shit no, I'm not going to... Statistics oh. are... <laughs> You're almost always wrong when you assume what's going on in my head. There we go. There's one of yeah, our differences. <laughs> but they say, in the first academic study of its kind, researchers analyzed combinations of people who became best friends. And they asked a bunch of questions, not unlike your... Talk about segueing. Not unlike your POF. I got to watch so I don't say POS app. Uh-huh. That did that whole analysis. When they connected people up, they they found that the connecting pieces worked when they were asking questions about friendships. They weren't as important, those connective tissues, as they were in a, a relationship. And it goes on and gives a lot of statistics and various, you know, what do they call that, where the two circles connect? Oh, the Venn diagram? The Venn diagram. Yeah, yeah, so the yeah, Venn yeah. diagram on a, on a friendship would be a lot wider with very narrow common traits than they would in a, in a relationship. And that's a wrap. I think you just got it. Yeah. Well, what well, can let's we talk, talk about now? Okay, so we're going to bring this no, in to But us. let me ask you a question. Yeah, go ahead. How would you view us within that? That's what it's exactly. Look at I that. Know, I was I just going to ask that very question. And I get to ask it. Well, so wait a minute. So we're not opposite. Well, where I look at it as 
there are enough similarities in us. Because I don't agree that you can't be completely opposite. So that Venn diagram would probably, I would say, be 30% as a shaded area where the two circles connect. Yeah. Of our being similar. Maybe well, 40%. Well, if they're connecting, that's, they're fully... I mean, usually that area that they talk, they connect is fully shaded. Because that's where no, they that's connect. That's what I mean. Yeah. yeah. I'm saying... That portion oh, represents 30% of oh, the I entire got okay. circle. Yeah. Got it, got it. Meaning we have, I think we are like-minded in 30 to 40% of things. Like-minded. Well, there's more to it than like-minded. Well, okay, yeah. like, just whatever that phrase is, we're the well, same. No, 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 I, I agree. We're the same in 30 to 40% and different in 60 to 70. That That's my IB. And, and, and how we think. Within that 30 really? to 40%. Yeah. It, what, did you think it would higher? Yeah. Of how we think. Yeah, I think that we are, we we do think differently, and we have different opinions. But I think, for me, it's like what's foundational and what's not. Well, you that's, know, okay, that was my second. Half. Like, I'm sorry, but yeah. the second half of my answer was there's a weightedness within that circle that I don't know yeah. how the circle represents. It, it doesn't. Right. So, in that thirty to forty percent are some things that I think cannot be opposite. I don't think that we would be friends if we didn't have and I hate to start off with this one but the sexual proclivities that we both enjoy down to the and this is where Uranus comes in we do both love ass licking mm-hmm. that sounds really weird to lead with that but you know for me to be able to talk about it says something about our personality well it, it does a little bit of that recklessness or that danger sex and you unconventional unconventional yeah. you get my kinky nature because you share in that. I think that's really important because you can't always find that. Some guys might that's go, true. my God, that's sick. You're fucking sick. Whereas when I will say something to you, you don't say it's sick. You go, yeah, well, how about you almost one-up me on a fetish. <laughs> so I, 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 it's terrible to bring up that one as one of those very, no, very important things. I think it's good. I think it makes sense. So bring up another one. And, or just kind of give me your I, take. We're, we, are, we come from a family of all men except for our moms. Oh. Good point. Which I think well, I've realized point. over time that that really defines us in specific ways. Interesting. But now on the flip side, your family upbringing and mine couldn't have been more opposite. I think both of our mothers had some. I mean, you definitely have much more fond memories, and your parents played a big role in a positive way in your mind of influencing you well, and, I, and your moral compass. Well, the way you... Too I, much, in my view. Well, I know. <laughs> the way I talk about my mom and the way you talk about your mom couldn't sometimes be more opposite. But they both took advantage of their role in the family structure as the only female. Did they both wear the pants in the family? Did you, was your yeah, mom... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was absolutely. your mom the, the I mean, she did race? it in really unhealthy ways. But yeah, definitely. Okay, so yeah. The, the crossover is that mine definitely was... Uh-huh. And not that my dad was because your dad wasn't around as much. Just, just physically he, absent. How he many was, affairs was he having during? Shut, that? Hey, 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 hey! I'm just that's kidding. fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, see, family really touches a strong chord. Yeah, yeah, I, I do not uh, even for a moment. Because even the, I was talking about nun porn earlier, and that freaked uh, you out. That, there is yeah. a byproduct of that with the family thing because my family was into inviting the priests and nuns over and treating them like human beings. <laughs> Imagine that. And it was swinging or it wasn't? Because this was the 70s. Shut the F up. What? Why? 
it's funny. Well, it, that's the part of my life that I. There's a third rail. Yeah. As crazy. See, I've got no third rail. Okay, so I mean, that, I get it, and that's part of the opposites. Mm-hmm. I I have that traditional thing of I can be the sickest fuck in the world and even watch. Some semi-incestual porn, like the stepfather, stepdaughter. Oh my god, I love, that's my favorite porn. But when it comes to my family, and and even bringing up any scintilla of yeah. of kinkiness with mom or dad, or or, or, or not irregularities, but preclude. What does that preclude? Uh, proclivities, proclivities, yeah. and improprieties. All those big words. Fuck we just you demonstrated know. what we're talking about. I know we did. Wow, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Mic drop. So, but tell me more about, I love that one that you mentioned about what's important, the fact that we both came, because that really came from all male families, because that has to do yeah. with our view of women. Yeah, our view of, and the exposure we had, the experience we had. I think we both felt we were lacking by not having that female role model that was more our age. Did we both kind of put them up on a, an intimidating pedestal oh, more God. than that? Oh, yeah. I think we yeah. both, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I, was, shouldn't even, I should have just said that as a statement, not a question, because I, I wanted to make sure we differentiated from our view of women not being bad uh, as in a no 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 it's just different i mean not knowing how to handle them our main role model was our mother so that's going (laughs) to change from it being your sister no you know it's not good or bad it's just what it is well you hear so often about hey treat treat that girl you want to hit on like she's your little sister i mean that's a thing that that is said often because you you the minute you start to Revere them too much, even though we revere women. Respect them, I should say. Respect, don't revere them. Putting because, on pedestals not a good thing. No, and it's and that never, was, that it's was, it's hurt me every time. Yeah, so very good common one. What else? Important. Well, I always think, and this is like I, I follow the eighty twenty rule. I feel like if I'm doing well eighty percent of the time, I'm good with it. I gotta allow for some failure, some learning curve, some whatever. However. Within that twenty percent can be deal breakers. I mean, if you you can touch a, you can do something wrong and it can blow up everything. So looking at the, it's it's not just the percentage of how many times how compatible we are, how incompatible we are. It's what's within because the incompatibility because some of those could be deal breakers and we don't have that. Well, that that's a, that's a very good point. Is that and that's that weighted thing I think I was talking about, which is. If there and I don't know what that list is, we'd have to think about it of uh-huh. what those deal breakers would be. That I think you're 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 more upfront and honest than I am, but we're both real and raw, yeah, and yeah. we we like we don't like artificial sweeteners <laughs> on a per, in a person. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good. I like that. So, and that's a po- that's a part of our show that's really important. Yeah. Could, could you imagine if either one of us was some kind of Type A D bag. There's a lot of uh, puffery. Your your narcissism that we joke a lot about uh-huh. is not a true narcissist. That I'm just all about me. So we need to come up with a new word because you're. We we joke about that difference a lot. You yeah. being into yourself and I being into other people. Well, not, no, I don't. You are as big a narcissist, if not more so, than I am. And, and that's I, an interesting thought yeah, that you yeah. would say that. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. And by the way, that's, that's because more... we're all narcissists. And if you don't acknowledge it, that makes you a bigger one because you've deluded yourself as well. <laughs> we do disagree a lot, though. We do. And on what? I disagree with that, but I'm bum. What do we disagree about with most? Well, the f- like what just happened with us. I mean, I'm like, really, you're going to hang on to that after all these years? You're still going to have these boundaries about, 
you know, what do you carry over? We all carry from our past, but to me, it should be a building block, not a barrier. So the the thing that I was oversensitive about your going to that third rail about my family. Yeah, I'm to, I, I, I don't agree with you on that. But that doesn't matter because that's your thing. And my counter to that is I disagree that he disagrees a lot. That's a, <laughs> that is me being I high. disagree with that? <laughs> I don't understand. Well, you project your thoughts in ways that are different from just stating an opinion. You're stating your opinion to judge another person or myself in this case. And all I want you to do is acknowledge my difference, not try to change it. You're right. And you know, Whoa! You're, no, you're, you're supposed to rest. say you disagree no, with that. No, no, I totally agree with you. Wow. And I am working on that because you're right. I don't want to be judgmental. And I certainly don't want to think I have the right to think that my way of thinking is the way of thinking. It's bullshit. Because I think that's a big no-no for a, a female in a relationship is oftentimes they say, I just wanted to be heard. I didn't want them to fix it. I don't well, want them to... That's another segment too because that's fucking bullshit. <laughs> I probably shouldn't say it like really? that. Really? See, that, yes, I, I yes, think that's an important... Yes. because I No, I, I agree with it in concept, but the way it's utilized, it's like, I am sorry. If you're with somebody that you just want to be able to talk and have nothing them say anything except, oh, I understand, that's not a real relationship. Well, you're going to the absolute. It's not an always situation. You have to know when they want to be heard and when they want you to fix. And that's well, but, the, yeah, but how do you the know? Venus that's part the Venus part of women. Well, and it's totally unpredictable. Bingo. I think that's another perfect word to describe a woman. So, okay. So I gave you one thing that I hate to say bugs me about you because I respect that about you. But that's something that that is different for me. So tell me what about me that drives you nuts. I can't. Bring it out. Okay. The, oh, this is good. How you break things down into good or bad, right, left. It's like I'll say something and if it's anything close to like a political topic, you will call me a Democrat, a liberal, and you will put uh, me in so, a basket, uh, put, I put a bucket. People, yeah. and that, you know, valid. I'm profiling and labeling way more often than I should. And you're right. I, judgmentally, yet I don't want to be. I, I know. I don't and like I don't want to be either. I don't think any of us want to be judged. Well, some people don't even think of yeah, even have their thought process in their head. I'm even judgmental when I call somebody being judgmental. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Anytime you're 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 labeling somebody, I, and you call, you're judging them. You call me out on that bullshit a lot, and it's a good point. Can I judge uh, Uber, please? No, no. <laughs> and that's well, we could talk about that briefly, but it, it it actually works against you because when you judge something like you do that company, that evil empire, it it, it shifts how your response is to things. Like what, you know, like what can happen is making poor choices because you are so pissed at them. Like I did. And but like, someday yeah, I'll yeah. maybe share yeah. that. But well, yeah, no, I, you're never going to share it. So this is good. I mean, this kind of what I what I do back to what our similarities are is that and I think this is true. I hate to profile again, but I think this is true about men versus women. Men tend to battle it out and we'll, and we'll give it right to you and you can call me out on something and I can call you out and then next well now we're having a beer and we're we're making Would it, does sex have anything to do with that afraid of not getting it makes us more I don't know thoughtful the, about what we say I don't to, know about the gender, but you, you hear that females tend to be a little bit more catty and they're and very judgmental of other females but they wow. don't they don't when they battle they don't battle it out it's, no they go they're, it's, they're more subversive they're it's more, more subversive yeah, yeah. And, and not right or wrong uh 
And they even talked about in this survey that one of the triggers that bonds two guys together is when they get drunk together. Yeah. And or high. something happens. <laughs> and they even mentioned like when the guy pulls his buddy out of a dumpster after a fight <laughs> and they hug and that becomes a real bonding moment that only happens because they've been drinking. It was yeah. a very odd thing. Daily Mail is... And we were both in the dumpster, so we had to rely on the the homeless guy to get us out. Well, I don't drink, so I guess we'd have to get high together and get into a fight, and then I... You don't fight when you're high. Oh, that's true. (laughs) That's true. Good point. That's interesting. You only fight when you're drunk. Yeah. So there are bonding moments. Since I don't drink... There are other times, but what they're Let's saying is... Let's talk about bonding moments. Traumatic experience want, yeah. that pulls us together. Well, we've had so many of exactly. them. And, I mean, what comes to my mind immediately is the key fob. <laughs> the infamous... <laughs> wait, you didn't spend the night with me at, in front of the dealership in my car, though. I visited you almost every day. I <laughs> yeah, ran errands day. for you. It was okay. And I stayed with you at the strip club <laughs> until, like, 4 in the morning. Okay, that part, you're right. You did, but... You were at a strip club. Jeez, tough. Well, it was closed it for was two okay. hours already. You're right. We had that, left. That was a story where I... But that's I, right. I was with a dancer, lost my fob and my phone, <laughs> and I couldn't get home. So that was one of the very first... About how you lost That was one right. of our first dates. But And then before that, for me, the biggest bonding was when not only did you read my book, but you posted a positive review of it. That wow, was like, that was right off wow. the bat. That was, I know. The fact that you, I mean, I barely knew you. So, I, mean, I liked you right away, but I didn't get to see you that much because you were busy. I, you know, sometimes we, you know, you'd be busy while I was talking with you when I came to the restaurant. I mean, we, but we connected right away. I so the, the 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 strip club is an example of of, of loyalty. So when a guy can that was show our first when we were started becoming friends. Yeah. When, a, when a guy can show loyalty to another guy, I think that's a very important threat. Having your back. Having your back, exactly. And that kind of gets to this fight, wingman, the, the dumpster thing, the wingman right, thing. Yeah. What what did the uh, the one reading your book and writing the review what well, what did you, that show to you? you it was it was take, first of all taking it outside of our professional relationship, and it was at a time when it really meant a lot. That a per, I mean I've had friends I, I you know I don't think there's anybody else who's done that except for you and you barely knew me. A commitment. I uh, my uh, my ex promise. never finished the book. <laughs> oh God! And you've always had positive things to say and. And that didn't work out, and we're still together. So there you yeah. go. Oh, your, yeah, yeah, your yeah, ex yeah, and yeah, us. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, I think we we can wrap this up, because I know right. you got to yeah, go. go. Yeah. We can wrap this up by saying, I think we've, we've pulled some things where the importance of those differences and those similarities really have a weighted fact that really make a bond. And, and you can see some examples where, hey, if you got a guy in your life, you know, let's celebrate that bromance. By the, the differences and the Absolutely. And that's the biggest takeaway is that think about this shit. And so it really, I mean, you, you know, it's important to deepen whatever relationship you want to deepen, not just the, what we talk about most, the male-female. All right. right on. All right. Cool. Well, you go uh, get out in the world and I'm going to work on some work work. All right. And, cool. Uh, thank you all. Next time. Bye. Bye.